Hello, Marie. Hello, Reyna. Hello, <laughs> listeners. How was your Thanksgiving? Happy Black Friday. Is everyone shopping today? I, I'm trying to avoid the streets right now. I mean, avoid the streets. <laughs> Every text message deal that I get, and I'm not checking my email until Sunday. I will do all <laughs> online shopping to avoid the heinous mall situation right now. I know. I have a question for you. Have you ever been compared to like a celebrity, someone high profile? Like I've been compared to Elijah Dushku, which I can kind of see. I can see that. I can see that. I can totally see that. And I think you resemble Rumor Willis. I have gotten that. I've gotten Rumor Willis. I've gotten Amy Schumer and a few others. But then none of the celebrities, I think, look alike when I look at them. So oh, no, not at all. But I can I don't totally really understand it. But. I see the Amy Schumer, though. <laughs> I definitely get that one more than any of them. Yeah. Okay, so the subject in today's story hasn't been as lucky as us to be compared to, like, pretty celebrities, you know? We can't all be that lucky. Sadly. Just kidding. <laughs> but instead, the woman at the center of today's case has been compared to Hannibal Lecter. (laughs) Rightfully so. So this amateur model was pretty on the outside, but definitely not as pretty on the inside. And she was also called the Thanksgiving Butcher. Such a classy (laughs) name for such a classy lady. She's so tiny. (gasps) She's like five foot, maybe a hundred (laughs) pounds. Like all this brown hair, like Thanksgiving Butcher does not suit her. So, well, I mean, her actions, yes, but not her looks. Okay, so Omema was born in Cairo, Egypt in 1968. There is no birth date on record for her, which is pretty weird. I don't think Egypt thought that this such information was necessary (laughs) to keep track of, but we literally couldn't find any birth date on her. So 1968, boom. Here she is entering the world. (laughs) Omema's childhood from what we researched was just horrific. She and her family grew up in extreme poverty and she was abused starting at a very young age, physically, verbally, sexually. She went through a ton of stuff by the time she was seven years old. And that included a female castration at the age of seven, which is extremely common in that part of the world, or at least it was at that time. And just absolutely horrifying to even think about. Oh my God. Okay, so that's all we're going to say about that for now. Yeah. But the first chance that she got at a better life, that came in 1986, and she was then 18. She had met a rich oil worker, and her mom was like, go for it, girl. Like, this is your ticket out of here. Hell yeah. (laughs) Go with it. Roll with it. So with her broken English, she made the move, and the two fell for each other. They fell in love. Her, possibly for all the wrong reasons. But hey, it was fun while it lasted, and like her mom said, she needed a ticket out of that horrible childhood home. So Omama moved back to the States with this rich Texan, fitting right in, you know. She was settling in there. She was working some odd jobs while doing some modeling, and she was just handling her business. 
Well, it was actually a good thing that she became, you know, accustomed to working because although she was looking for that free ride, her and that rich Texan would divorce shortly after they had tied the knot. So thank gosh she at least knew how to work. And honestly, I kind of wonder where that rich Texan is. Like, he's probably looking back at her story now, if he's still alive. And he's like, thank God I got out and away from her Basically, while I could. dodge the biggest bullet. <laughs> so Omema continued doing her thing, working, scouting out the community for wealthy men. You know, everything you do in a day's work. <laughs> she should have, Brena, she should have joined that website Seeking Arrangements. Yes. Like the Alex Tichelman case we covered in episode 54. Wow. If you guys haven't listened, go back to that episode. Alex used this website, Seeking Arrangements, to lure wealthy ass men. Come on, Omama. Yes. You totally missed your calling. And one of us is saying her name wrong, or we're both saying it wrong. So we apologize in advance. Because I've been saying Omama. And she has a difficult name. Omama. And when we listen to it on YouTube, everyone said it differently. Yeah, we're trying to figure out the pronunciation. It's not an easy one. But anyways, Omama even earned herself platinum status in the community as a gold digger but it's like omema were you really a gold digger or were these ladies just hella jelly i don't know (laughs) so nothing wrong with wanting to be taken care of you know omema would go through some super hard times while she was single slash you know dating trying to find that perfect rich guy she found herself in some relationships that were pretty abusive and it took her back to like her horrifying past. One of her boyfriends, or like this guy that she randomly dated, claimed later that she had actually robbed him at gunpoint. There aren't very many details on the incident, but I'm like wondering, is this one of like the abusive relationships that she was in? Mm. Was she like trying to get out of it? I don't know. Who knows what could have happened. I mean, she lived through some pretty horrific things and her past trauma can be... Coming back, stemming her. Yes. Triggering her. I agree. Omama made her way west in 1991 to beautiful Orange County, home to Gwen Stefani. I love her. Raina loves, loves, loves Gwen Stefani. I love Gwen Stefani. Gwen. If you listen to the podcast, we need you to write in. Thank you. (laughs) So there's lots of countless, obviously rich, beautiful celebrities, and some of the most elite people reside in lovely Orange County. The beautiful coasts, the sunny beaches, the stunning homes. I mean, who wouldn't want to live there? I want to live there. Right. So she's now 23 years old, and she locks eyes with yet another rich man how convenient (laughs) she's good at this game super good (laughs) he was dressed to the nines you guys and they met at a dive bar this man's name was william nelson and he was hanging out with his buddies playing pool when he and omama struck up some conversation so the two end up leaving together that night probably in his beautiful red Corvette, and they never looked back. And by never, I mean the whole three-week time period of this story. (laughs) William had an apartment in Costa Mesa where he lived solo until Omema moved in just a few days after they met at a bar, which is totally normal, right? (laughs) He was wearing these flashy red boots that he was known for. Red cowboy (laughs) boots, might I add. She probably just could not resist. If that were me... Those boots would be in the trash 
I'm in. Those boots are out. What? Raina, you don't like the red <laughs> Oh, Mayma just liked what she saw. The two just fall for each other, and they're all about it. William's kids were kind of weirded out by their dad's new boo. <laughs> they're older, mind you, like out of the house older. Some of the kids were actually even older than Omema, so they were Ooh. like, mm, dad, really midlife crisis? Like, what's going on right now? So when Billy, a.k.a. William, invited the kids over for Thanksgiving with Omema, they all respectfully declined. So on Thanksgiving Day, William and Omema, from what we know, I guess, like, enjoyed their day together, had some honey-baked ham, some turkey, stuffing, (laughs) mashed potatoes, whatever. They had, you know, they just enjoyed each other that day. And that was until Omema claims that William, like, completely snapped and started strangling her like he was trying to kill her. God, and I can't just, like, help but ask the question, like, how does she keep finding these guys that are just so violent you know what i mean well yeah and it just keeps repeating like are you drawn to that i don't know what is going on so omema somehow is able to escape william's death grip and then i guess things in the house like chilled out for a bit so a little while later i guess you know she's very very forgiving she's feeling like you know what i want some love from billy like what? I don't know. It just seems odd to me. And he's just going to automatically like want her yeah. after he was about to kill her? Let's go for I it. I don't know. That's, Whatever. That's what came to her mind <laughs> after Bill just strangled you. Now you want some love. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand some people. Anyway, to each their own. She begins seducing Bill and he's all about it once, once again. again. <laughs> to each their own. Jeez. So they make their way to the bedroom, just how he likes it. She ties his ass up, and they're doing some pretty heavy stuff, you guys. And this is only three weeks into the relationship. Jeez. And it's only about to get heavier. So Bill's laying there, and he's thinking, you know, this is going to be a good night. I'm going to get this loving on. Well, not so fast. Oh, Mama then proceeds to beat him over the head with a metal iron you guys like what the hell savage as hell as he's tied up as he's tied up and she doesn't even stop she doesn't stop until the iron is literally obliterated into pieces in his skull dude irons back in the day were heavy, heavy. i remember being little like this big ass big. metal Can you imagine yeah. being bashed over the skull with that while you're tied and it's flying horrific. it's breaking off into a million pieces, pieces. it's horrific That's dude a- she's tiny she's, she's literally tiny. five feet she just got that thing and <laughs> slugged it over his skull until- i mean that's she's a savage and just like that bill is no more <laughs> So when the iron was no longer useful to Omema, she went for the scissors again. <laughs> I'm not done yet, guys. Scissors. I remember trying to use them when I was little and they were so heavy. I couldn't like open and close them and with my clunky. fingers. And they're clunky. And they're like rusty. They were always fucking yes. rusty. I don't know. That was way back in the day. Wow. We're not even that old, but. <laughs> I know. Things are just made really cheap now. <laughs> So she stabs him with those uh, 25 times for good measure. Oh, my God. Pretty sure the iron did the job, Omema. Jesus Christ. She's like, I just have to make sure it's taken care of. Right? (laughs) But in all seriousness, it is obviously super sad. I mean, for the little that we know about Omema and everything she went through, and, like, who knows if William really did try to strangle her that day or if, honestly, like, she's just that out of her mind. She just snapped. 
either way she went overboard that day william's dead like what's a girl to do does she ditch the body does she light the apartment on fucking fire does she call her bestie she goes for the latter she's like i have to cut him into a billion pieces side note Like Raina said in the beginning, she's tiny, you guys. She's only five feet. Bill was kind of a bigger guy, like maybe a solid 200 pounds. So this was some serious rage that she had to take out on him. And according to her nearby apartment neighbors, they had heard the garbage disposal running for like an entire day. They're like, what is going on? What is she doing in that kitchen? We'll we'll tell you what she's doing. She chopped up poor Bill and fed him into the sinkerator. What the hell? Yes. And, Reyna, the only reason she stopped was because the garbage disposal broke. Jeez. Not because she had any sort of remorse for what she has done, Not but because, you know, damn it, that kitchen appliance, it broke. Shucks. I guess I have to stop feeding Bill's body down it. So at some point, Omama apparently doesn't think that the outfit she's wearing is the best look for this job. So what's a girl to do? She has to go change, but not into any leggings and an old shirt, you know, maybe some rain boots, some rubber gloves, <laughs> something. Yeah, something, something to help that the out. blood will drip <laughs> off of and not absorb. No, instead she decides to change into a red dress. A red dress that matches her beautiful red lipstick she's wearing. <laughs> so this is why I think it's just more to her than being triggered. Like, she's 500% just pure evil. Oh, yeah, totally. And yes, probably due to all that past trauma in her life. But I don't know. She's nuts. So she's in her evening's best. She looks beautiful. She drops William's hands into this fryer that she has going. And she wants to attempt to remove his fingerprints. Very cold and calculated, you guys. She cuts off his head then. And then she wraps it in foil and boop, pops it in the freezer. That's what I do with Just most like of the heads turkey. that I, yeah. Exactly. When I behead someone, <laughs> it goes into the freezer. But maybe she just didn't want him, like... <laughs> staring back at her so don't look at me i'm gonna foil your face exactly so her plan was to break his teeth out of his head once it was completely frozen she put a lot of thought into this this is 100 (laughs) percent premeditated i don't think she knew coming from cairo egypt exactly how insurance policies worked (laughs) like i seriously think that she was like oh you know i'll kill him i'll get his money i got those boots i'm gonna be good yeah so now that the head is prepping the disposal is broken she still has like a lot of bill's body left so the silly question is like what am i gonna do with it again oh mama <laughs> light the apartment on fire get Something. out of there no she castrates him she chops up more of his body into bits and pieces seasons him with mm. you know some fresh herbs and spices cooks him up and mixes him in with their thanksgiving leftovers Thank God we weren't invited to that house for Thanksgiving or the day after. That's why I insisted on hosting this That's year. why we cook our own Thanksgiving meals precisely because of this story. Yes. I don't want any mix up. And then she disappoints me with her next move because she reached for the barbecue sauce mm. to dip him in 
and not the turkey gravy. So disappointing. I'm just, girlfriend. I'm totally kidding. But she really did. She says that she ate him dipped in barbecue sauce. Ugh. Jesus Christ. So when she gave testimony on, you know, this whole butcher of Bill, she went back and forth to say that she didn't actually eat William. Our spidey senses say that she does, though, or at least mine do. Sorry. I don't want to totally speak for you, Marie, but I think, I think she had to have. Why would you even make the make claim that, that you did? If no, you absolutely. Didn't. I would never just be like, oh, sorry, I ate little Timmy. No, you don't just make something up oh like that. Oh, my God. Little Timmy. <laughs> oh, poor guy. So I just think it's it's too good not to be true. She had to have done it. She did. I, 100%. So this whole story is just too much. Now, in her red dress with her red lipstick. That I'm then, sure she reapplied. <laughs> of course. Put a little gloss on there. She then bags up the rest of Bill, throws him into a trash bag, and fastens him into the passenger seat of Bill's beautiful red Corvette. She was going to go on a little stroll. She was going to go on a stroll to her ex-boyfriend's house. I mean, I don't know. She didn't have like a best friend to run to seriously she's you go back going, to your ex <laughs> very odd choice very another odd choice. one who's like mm-hmm. jesus look what crisis i crisis averted yeah <laughs> so as you can imagine her ex's face when he sees her like did she clean herself up at least she's been going at bill's body all day she just has to be a mess but she shows up at his door and he answers he's like what the f- what the fuck are you doing here, basically? <laughs> and oh my ma, she's like, hey, I have an offer of a lifetime. Like, I want to offer this to you. All well, he's like, what the hell is happening with this chick? She's crazy. She's like, I need you to help me get rid of William. Like, what? why would you go to your ex? ex? To ask him to have your back like that. Why in the world is beyond either of us? And he's like, um, like, okay, I I guess. She's like, cool. I'll give you $75,000 and two motorcycles. I got him right here in a trash bag. (laughs) He's in the car in the passenger seat. Let me go ahead and move him over and let's roll out of here. And the boyfriend's like, uh, yeah, just give me a second. Just give me a minute. Hold on. Yeah. Let me go put my shoes on. (laughs) Yeah. Let me process what you're telling me right now. So he goes back inside and immediately calls the cops who are like, what? <laughs> I don't even, would you believe that story if you were the no. one, the dispatcher? I'd the, be like, wait, I'm like, what? okay, kids. Ma'am, stop are you high? With yeah. <laughs> they race over and they find Omema in her dress and she's a mess. She's got cuts and scrapes. Her hair is like all disheveled. She's sweaty. She's dirty. She looks like what you would imagine her to look like after all this. <laughs> They're like, okay, let's take a walk from this front porch and let's just, you know, let's go take a peek at the front seat of your ride. And they're like, oh, what's in that bag? Oh, nothing, she says. (laughs) That's just trash. You know, I was going to go and take it out and throw it in the dumpster. Well, when they look inside, they clearly see a set of human lungs. Human lungs, like no mistaking (laughs) exactly what they're looking at. So Amema's like, oh, shoot, that's not the bag of trash. Silly me. That's the bag my husband put the remains of the person he killed into before he booked it on vacation. Like, who in their right mind would believe that story? Nobody. Just quit while you're ahead, girlfriend. So the local police are pretty much just like, what? Where is he? Vacation? Like, like, is he okay? They're just not understanding. So they said, let's go down to the police station 
and let's have a further chat. And can you imagine just being the ex-boyfriend watching all of this goes down like in front of you? Who needs Netflix when you have this <laughs> taking place on your front porch in front of your eyes? That's insane. So this wasn't the long holiday Thanksgiving he expected, I'm sure. Not at all. So I'm almost Hey, and this is like Black Friday. <laughs> exactly. This is a perfect day to launch it. Dude. Boom. High five to that. So she spends a cold evening in a holding cell, all while cops get a warrant for her and William's apartment. Now, when they arrive, Bill's red boots are there. So oh. we know he's not far. <laughs> this can't be far from those. <laughs> Along with his bits and his body pieces all over the place. Literally something out of Dexter is what I imagine in my head. Then they find his hands and his head and they're just, their minds are blown. They're like, what the hell? This little lady did all of this by herself? <laughs> right? Oh my God. So from what they were able to recover of Bill and his last known weight, like maybe according to his driver's license or something, there was a hundred pounds of Bill missing. A hundred pounds. Gone. Oh, Mama. How hungry were you, girl? Girl, homegirl was hungry. A hundred pounds. hundred pounds of Bill. She ate her weight. <laughs> oh my God, she did. Right. Of Bill. That's fucked <gasps> up. Well, we have to account for what is down the sinker rater too. That's true. Yeah. On December 2nd, 1999, Omema was charged with murder. So many things were brought up at that trial, like how William had apparently repeatedly raped her. But like... I don't understand why would she move in with him so quickly and stay with him for all these weeks if he was that abusive towards you. I have I don't no understand idea. That. She had also suffered this injury when she was bucked off a horse. She hit her head super hard. She never got medical treatment for it. So it's like, could this be like a contributing mm -hmm. factor on top of the abuse that she suffered in her teen years? Whatever it is, whatever it was, whatever provoked her. Mm -hmm. It just seems so premeditated to me. She didn't just stab him because he was getting physical with her. Like, boom, stab him. He's dead. Oh, my God. No. What did I do? Like, she went to town dismembering him, throwing him into the garbage disposal, seasoning him up with some spices and some herbs, cooking him, eating him. Like, geez. I 100% agree. And when she was questioned in regard to this cannibalism in the case, she pled the fifth. She sat there silently, not confirming or denying if whether or not she had dined on William. So she did. She totally did. She so 100% did. She spoke later at the trial saying that, that these demons in her mind made her do this to William. In my life, I thought I have heard it all. No, Omema, they didn't. You're just crazy, girl. So in January 1993, she was sentenced to 28 years to life. She went in front of the parole board uh, just back in 2006 when they very quickly made the decision that she was absolutely not fit for parole. They were like, yeah, no, girl. That's not happening. Hell no, it's not you, happening. You are a massive danger to society and a serious threat. And after all that time in jail, she literally still showed zero remorse. Nothing. Nada. So the same thing happened again in 2011. She went up for parole. And once again, they shut that shit down. They said, nope. She will actually have another chance to go in front of the board in 2026. I mean, we can see what happens, but I can only imagine yeah, that no. she's going to be shut down again. She's obviously been in prison for some time. And while she's there, 
she swooped up on her dream man. Oh my God, this woman. She married this wealthy old man, like in his 70s. Mind you, she's three decades younger than him at this point. Wheelchair bound, like I'm envisioning like somewhere near death himself but that didn't stop them from having some conjugal visits oh he has since though passed away and like she has always dreamed of he left his fortune to her okay i need to find out the circumstances of his death do you think she killed him how did he die during one of the conjugal visits was it in one of those prison little maybe he had a heart attack while they were what maybe all i'm saying is if she goes up for parole and gets it in 2026 and lands this grip of money and i've been playing the lottery every week for i don't know how long and can't get rich like legitimately i'm gonna be pissed i'm gonna i'm gonna be pissed i might too. have to chop someone up and eat them no i'm just kidding i had this one lotto ticket and it kept rolling over and i kept oh. getting the free play and the free play and the free play and i'm like oh, this, this is, is gonna it. be it this is it this is how it happens hell no it was not i got I the big fat not a winner I was pissed. That's so sad. I wonder what the Central California women's facility in Chowchilla served up for Thanksgiving dinner yesterday. Not Bill, I'll tell you that much. Nope. (laughs) So whatever I guess they serve, I don't think it'll be up to the liking of her. But I always wondered, like, what do inmates get for holidays? Like, do they get special meals? I don't know. Do they decorate the facility? Like... Do you know. think there's a Christmas tree in there? I kind of want to know. I kind of feel like I've watched something like locked up yeah. and I've seen like a they, Christmas do they get, tree like, or something. Turkey for the holidays. Oh, I'm sure it's probably a like better meal or something. Sliced sandwich meat Sadly, type turkey. Sadly, it won't be a human for, you know, poor Omama, but yeah. whatever. Well, you guys, happy Black Friday. That is the story of Omama or Omama Nelson, however you want to say it. Don't forget to gift us with your five-star rating wherever you're listening now. You guys, it is literally the only thing that's ever going to help us go up the charts. It's all in your hands. So go over there and do it now. All of these hours of work we put in (laughs) to this episode, researching, recording, editing, trying to line our schedules, and it's all in your hands is kind of unfair to us. So (laughs) please help us. We're doing really, really good. We have some really good stats that we'll share with you guys in the future. But help us. We hope you guys have a very safe weekend. And Raina and I will see you back here next week. Bye, Bye, guys. guys.